Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, quick point of privilege. Quick point um, of personal privilege. Yes. Point of personal privilege. Yes. Mm-hmm. Please do not use mm-hmm. gendered language to to address everyone. All right, we're gonna we're gonna do our best not to use gendered language today to address everyone. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, welcome to Monday. Finally, it's here. Gosh, I thought that weekend would never end. Yeah. Oh, so obnoxious. It's really, uh, you know, back-to-back speed bumps in an otherwise productive life. Thank you. Saturday and Sunday. Well said, Keith. Thank you. Thank you. Big big win for our Cougars uh, over the weekend, huh? For Right? For our Cougars. Right? Uh-huh. Yes, right. right I'm wearing the BYU hat because, yeah, I, I, I mean, I grew that. up, I've, I've loved them. From the beginning, from I mean, mm-hmm. it, we, me and uh, the Brigham Young University uh, Cougars, we mm-hmm. have such a long and uh, storied tradition partnership. Mm-hmm. Uh, goes back a good uh, forty-eight hours, I believe. Yeah, ever since uh, Nebraska <laughs> lost again to Indiana, was it Sisters no, of that, the Poor? No, that was last week. It was Purdue. This Purdue, week. that's right. Yeah. Purdue. So, Man, are they in trouble? Jeez. They, uh, they can't tackle. They can't call plays inside the, the five-yard line. Um, Doesn't seem like Scott Frost is doing, you know, an exceptional job so far. It's fair to say it that way. <laughs> yeah, it's fair to say that. But our Cougars, our Coug- but, BYU, but, yes. had a huge win. Yes, Saturday night uh, crushed Utah State forty-two uh-huh. fourteen, which is nice. And then yesterday, uh, uh, the Packers. I, I don't know what. That wasn't the same team that's been playing the last four weeks. That was so weird. Jeez, they got their butts kicked by San Diego. Right. They gained about three yards during the course of the whole game. It was embarrassing. Yeah. Did the Falcons play? Uh, No, no. Um, They still managed to lose, though, but they were off this week. Okay, good. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, that uh, yeah Packer game with the uh, that was Chargers just a terrible game. Yeah, terrible game. And I was playing against Aaron Rodgers. in in uh, fantasy football, so really? I was stunned by that. I'm still going to lose though, but gave me some hope. Anyhow, but hey, the Dolphins won. Uh, how about that first beat the first Jets. win of the year? Yeah. Uh, also, more on trivia. Right again. Right again. Over in London, Houston beat uh, Jacksonville. You know what it was? It was that bye week that uh, got him rested. Yeah, got, got him some rested. injuries healed up. But, Got him back on track. But we agree the Falcons so. will never be a part of Moron Trivia ever again, correct? Because they're the ones that drained all, the, all the energy of Moron Trivia mm-hmm. to give the Falcons their only win of the season was drained, mm. and it took a month and that bye week, as you say, to recover. We're 4-4 four and four now. All right. 4-4. Four and four. That's not bad. Mm. That's where the BYU Cougars are right now. The best 4-4 four and four team in the country. Man, I love them. <laughs> I know I love you do. Them so much. I'm feeling some of that from you. Yes. Uh, Mr. Bandwagon. <laughs> feeling some of that. <laughs> Uh, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Oh my! Over the weekend, y- you know what happened, right? Uh, we lost him. <laughs> I don't we, lo- know. We-, we lost him. Oh. Beto O'Rourke's campaign is no more. He <laughs> threw in the towel. He's had enough. It's the end of the line for Beto O'Rourke. We don't have him to kick around in. Oh, you hate to see that too, don't you? Don't you just hate it? <laughs> Is Beto campaign really done? Hell yes, he won't be taking our guns. But Francis wasn't fooling anyone. There was no way he could have won. Beto's campaign is really done. Hell yes, he won't be taking our guns.
Skinner guns. Bob Francis wasn't fooling anyone. There was no way he could have won. No way he could have won. Uh, are you all awake now? <coughs> as I, are you okay? As I get older, I find that it is starting. Oh no! Yeah, it's starting to take a toll on those vocal cords. Mm. Huh? Well, huh? That was a that was a great way to start the weekend, wasn't it? Having Beto, I I was just pissed done. off that it happened after the show. Yes, late in the afternoon, wasn't it? Yeah. Wasn't it mid or late afternoon? Why couldn't you have done that earlier? Yeah, let me see. They said by midweek he knew he was going to get out, <laughs> and so would have been nice. If we could have been a little more timely on that, but of course the show was over, couldn't do it. Could have come in and done a special broadcast. <laughs> now guess. that would have been fun. <laughs> that would have been fun. Beto's greatest hits, a retrospective, oh, boy. which we should do today. We uh-huh. should just pay tribute to the man, the myth, and the legend, Beto O'Rourke, the guy who wanted so desperately to be Hispanic, but just wasn't and couldn't be. He tried to identify that way. He even yeah. named himself that way, and still, he didn't come out Hispanic. But you know, he was closer to being Hispanic than he was being president. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I oh. think that's safe to say. Yep. But, I mean, the, the good times. We'll, we'll never forget them. Oh, no. Never forget the good times. Bob, I'm afraid the show's going to be over before they get there. <laughs> Bob, Bob, the show is over. Now. Uh, as somebody tweeted over the weekend, some yeah. great tweets. Oh, Pat Hedges were had. prime form. Funny. Funny business. Oh. But so we don't want to. You think he'll do this now? Go on tour? I hope so. I sure hope so. Coming to Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> at, a, at, a, at a dive near a dive bar near you. Not a magical <laughs> maestro guitarist, Beto O'Rourke. Listen to that. Oh, man, that's just really good stuff, and we'll miss him. We'll miss him. So much. <laughs> uh, I love it. Uh, a bunch of tweets here. Can you break it to us a little more gently? <laughs> Maybe his campaign hasn't been feeling well. <laughs> okay, yes, you're right. You're right. Beto's campaign, not feeling well. Uh, really? He just dropped out. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, that was fast. <laughs> that helped. That was fast. And and um, actually... Um, it's been suffering. Uh, we didn't realize this, but it actually got sick back in, I don't know, December. <laughs> been struggling for a while. We just, yeah, for sure. We just refused to believe it. Uh, let's see. And deny, denial didn't get us anywhere, did <laughs> yeah. it? From get off my lawn, but the burning question remains, who will pick up those 11 votes? <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, awesome. I don't know who that r- lucky recipient will be, but we'll see. Uh, from just two muck and fudge, yeah, uh, she's she's the one that said, uh, "Bob, I guess the show is over." <laughs> Bob, I guess the show's over. <laughs> so great, so fun. Uh, and <clears throat> many of you tweeted this. This probably is worth a happy days are here again routine. Which yes, mm-hmm. uh, you noticed it. It already was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. Now, apparently, his supporters are blaming the horrible mainstream media for his swift demise. You know, because uh, the media is, the mainstream media especially, is so conservative. And they're so Trumpified in the mainstream media. They love Trump so much that, gosh, none of these left-wing candidates can really get any traction with them. 
I think that's right. Yeah. That's where we're at. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. His campaign staffers and everybody over the weekend were tweeting out, you know, yeah. They were mad at the media. While Beto Media might have seemed fleeting for most election watchers who saw O'Rourke's star fall almost immediately upon South Bend Mayor Pete Buttigieg, mm. it really did. Yeah, that's a good point. It really did. A similarly quaffed but younger and more appealingly Midwestern version of O'Rourke entered the race. The news that Betomania had collapsed under its own weight was disappointing to the candidates. Dozens of hardcore supporters. <laughs> Dozens. <laughs> yeah, I didn't catch that. That's exactly right, too. He literally had dozens, dozens. of supporters. <laughs> According to CNN's Eric Bradner, O'Rourke's own staff is treating his failure the way Hillary Clinton treated hers by failing to admit any fault and blaming their campaign's dramatic decline on everyone from the media to Donald Trump. They're being polite about it, but not shy. O'Rourke supporters are furious about media coverage of his candidacy. They think the mockery was over the top, lasted far too long, and was punitive over him declining national TV interviews early Mm, on. So what's that now? So he thought he was... Huh. He was big for his britches there early on and, and was declining media interviews, it sounds like. Yeah. And so, okay. Hmm. I like this. Apparently, there there's a, a, a Beto t-shirt that says, uh, they, do we have a they, shot of yeah, this? Yeah, so they never, they never sent this out. This is one the campaign manager sent out over the week and said, <clears throat> you know, we were going to put this one out. He wasn't streaming his dentist appointment. He was sharing the hygienist story. <laughs> Passive aggressive much? What? Wow. And that shirt coming to an African village near you. Oh, that is unreal. Along with Atlanta Falcons Super Bowl champion t-shirts, I might add. But uh, yeah, I would like one of those shirts. He wasn't streaming his dentist appointment. He was sharing the hygienist story. (laughs) Really? What about all the other? Uh, Wasn't there, there was a hair appointment there? Yeah. He wasn't, he didn't share anybody's story there, I don't think. Right, and then he got... Uh, the guy was just a total narcissist, and yeah. everybody knows We it. got to see him get a flu shot, if you'll recall. Yes, that's right! Um, well, he, that? was just, he was just sharing the story of the, story of the person who gave him the shot. The person who gave him the shot? Yeah. Uh, Even though he didn't, he didn't tell the story yeah. of the person who gave him the shot. I, I know I'm missing some of these Beto experiences, and I'm sure that the, the Patheads will uh, remind me. Uh, tweet us at Pat Unleashed, uh, hashtag put that in your pipe, because uh, I'm, I'm forgetting a couple... Push up to the airport. Thank you, Rob. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, right. He was just telling the story of the floor <laughs> at, at Terminal B, <laughs> gate 12. Well, and the story of all passengers at airports and how you should pass time. Sure. Because there's never uh, a time when uh, personal fitness doesn't figure into your day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's what I think that he was just setting that example. No, not all airports can be Las Vegas with slot machines where you lose a couple hundred dollars while you're waiting for a delayed flight. But oh, I that died. sounds Fairly specific. I digress. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so Beto's gone, and uh, you know what this means? This means that um, Wayne Messam now in the top 17. Yeah, he's really kind of in the driver's seat now, isn't he? <laughs> driver's seat. <laughs> yes. So Wayne Messam Wayne is still hanging around. Wayne and his $5 in campaign contributions. Yeah. I mean, that, but that 5 bucks was just for one quarter. I want to make that clear. Yeah, don't exaggerate. Don't make it sound no. like it's the whole thing. I mean, if you add it all up, it's like close to seventeen dollars now. <laughs> Do you know what his his war chest really is? I don't. Though? I don't. Thirty-one thousand. Thirty. Whoa! Right. He could buy a thirty-second spot. Uh, Thirty-one in Council Bluffs, Iowa, <laughs> before the Iowa caucus. 
That, so. That's about as far as that budget would stretch. <laughs> uh, so congratulations, Wayne. Isn't it amazing that people like Wayne Messam have hung on this long and Beto couldn't? That is amazing to me. I mean, wow! And they probably have the same mm. amount of, of support too, as far as votes uh, tallied. If, probably if push came to shove today. Mm-hmm. Well, Beto was down around one percent. I think Messam's been at one percent. Mm-hmm. Well, no, eh, no, maybe no, that's no, a little no, bit of a no. stretch. That yeah. might be us. But see, Beto married into wealth, mm. so he's just going to go home and and sit around and bug Amy all day, every day. Now, yeah, she's the big loser in all of this. Is Amy yeah. O'Rourke? Who now has to see him, have him every day? You know, uh, it's it's sad because he was born to do this, and uh, <laughs> now he's heading home, not doing this. So I don't know what he's going to do <laughs> since he's not, you know, he's not fulfilling his uh, his I guess destiny, right? Huh? Something kind of weird. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Bat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, climate conscious computer. Uh, consumers should eat worms and grasshoppers in order to uh, protect the environment. Uh, a, a scientist reveals. I'll uh, pass. Um, you know, we've talked about how the UN is pushing this on us, this bug thing. Uh, they are trying desperately. So weird. To get us to change from meat, you know, like cows, uh, pigs, chickens, mm-hmm. to cockroaches. <laughs> and worms. It, so, it, seriously, it's time to end yeah. the UN. Can we just shut it down? Yeah, what? That, that's their purpose. Just shut it down. <laughs> Call it a day. Move them off the continent. Send them back to Europe, where they came from, and let them do whatever they want with the European Union. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Like their purpose has become just just to push this uh, diet mm-hmm. and to uh, hate on Israel. I believe those are the two in the yes. charter. In the UN charter, I believe yes. those are the two uh, things listed there. And and if you, you know, if you want to eat healthy but you don't want to eat bugs, uh, there is a good alternative if you're a picky eater like I am. It's Brickhouse Nutrition's Field of Greens. Field of Greens is great because it doesn't taste like vegetables even though it's made of 100% Organic fruits and vegetables. Developed by doctors and sports nutrition experts. And uh, it's awesome. You're going to feel better. You're, you're going to have more energy. Give it a try. Go to BrickHousePat.com. You'll get 15% off your first order when you use the offer code PAT. Plus, they guarantee your satisfaction. Or you get your money back. BrickHousePat.com. Offer code PAT. So, Joe had quite a weekend. Guy's uh, on fire right now. I mean, literally, I think his campaign's on fire. Yeah. Uh, Somebody needs to go get an extinguisher because it's not going well for Joe. Where Beto was a flash in the pan, uh, Joe Biden is a slow burn. Yes. And it's fading. It sure is. Uh, He got a little uh, mixed up, I think, in his history during a speech in Iowa. Check this out. Andrew, wait, Andrew Johnson before the Civil War. Does he mean Andrew Jackson before the Civil War? Because Andrew Johnson was immediately after right. the Civil War. Right. He was talking about Charlottesville. He's like, oh yeah, 
Uh, no presidents talk like that since Andrew Johnson before the <laughs> Civil War. Huh, with authority, there's your history lesson. <clears throat> now, Jackson was the racist. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, he had some issues, especially with, with Native Americans. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, in Iowa, he got his states a little bit mixed up as well. Oh, no. Relate to infrastructure. How many unsafe bridges you still have here in the state of Ohio? I mean, Iowa. And I was just in uh, Ohio because yeah. uh-huh. they have more. Yes. What? They have more. <laughs> Save it. Save it. We don't need you to fix this one. Just stop talking. Uh, let's see that again. That's kind of fun. <clears throat> Relate to infrastructure. Mm-hmm. How many unsafe bridges you still have here in the state of Ohio? I mean, uh, Iowa. And Iowa, I was just Ohio. in Ohio because they yeah. have more. Yeah, we Idaho, we wherever more, I am. Where room. am I? Idaho, Iowa, Ohio. I don't know where I am. Yeah, when, when do you guys right vote? Because I don't think I really care. Here uh, in Ohio. I mean, wait, I'm in Iowa. Crap. I will say this, though. When you're on the campaign trail like sure. that, and it's every day, mm-hmm. that um, that can be difficult to keep track yeah. of where you are at any given time. Because you're in a different state, sometimes two or three different times a day. Right. But he lost uh, track of the camera, too. He's talking to a screen instead of the... Oh, my oh. goodness. I learned something early on from my family and my mom and dad. Hey, we're over here. They hey. said, Joey. Boy, yo. Nobody is better Joe. than you. Turn around. Everyone is your equal. Where are you going? Everyone is your equal. What? Hey, folks. What's he looking at? <laughs> and apparently C-SPAN was doing all they could to protect him and cut away to the crowd multiple times during this, where he's just walking toward the back of the stage, toward the screen, not even turning around acknowledging the audience. Oh, that was weird. Scary, right? Yeah, that was weird. Jeez. <laughs> and his, so his dad told him, "Yeah, everyone is equal to you. Mm-hmm. You're, you no one is better than you. Everyone is equal to you." Aw, strange. Like okay, that's raising a little socialist there. Yeah, that's I, great. I don't know. I mean, we're all born equal. Yes, uh, we don't stay equal, do we? I mean, does everybody progress at an equal pace throughout the course of their life? No, of course not. Mm, but no. born equal, yeah, that's a, I mean, that's a fundamental belief of Americans. I, I will say that you, Blaze TV mm-hmm. viewer or Blaze Radio listener, right now, if you can orient yourself on a stage and know which direction the crowd is, mm-hmm. you're better than Joe <laughs> Biden. Sorry. <laughs> That was just embarrassing, man. Yeah, that's sad. And that went on longer than the clip. We just don't have it because they cut away to the crowd. He's got a, a weird thing, too, with uh, the word exponentially. He doesn't seem to know it's exponentially. He seems to think it's exponentially. <laughs> like it's a... Exponentially. 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 Exponentially better. Exponentially. 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 Wow. You keep using the horn. I don't think it means what you think it means. Nice job with that. How can it be that his campaign staff doesn't say, Joe, you're saying exponentially wrong. It's exponential not exponential. Uh, just to save him the embarrassment? I, Come yeah. on! Seriously. And he owns that, man. I mean, oh. he, he he is convinced that that's the word. That's Absolutely. The word. Like, as if nobody said to him. 
middle class Joe, um, you're using the word exponentially wrong. There is no such thing as exponential. And he says it multiple times. Yeah, he is convinced that that is the word wow. I need to be using right now. <clears throat> Jeez. Amazing. It also shows you how often they say the same thing over and over and over and over again. Just keep repeating the same old lies. Pretty amazing. Yeah, if there's a mistake in the stump speech, you might want to edit it before your next campaign stop in Iowa, Ohio, or yeah. wherever you're at. That's a bad job by his his staff. Not to take him aside and say, Joe, that there's no such thing. You got to get this word right if you're going to use it and emphasize it the way you exponentially. I mean exponentially. <laughs> there's nothing more important than exponentially. Potentially getting this job done. <clears throat> All right. I'm not sure what he's... <clears throat> what is he speaking of when he says exponential? Um, not a clue. Wow. Maybe... May, Good stuff. He might be using that, you know, for multiple points. Who knows? It's possible. But wow, you're right. His belief in, in his uh, pronunciation of the word seems to be uh, pretty solid. <laughs> he really... He has no clue that he's saying the wrong thing there. Wow. 888-900-3393. Also uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, some troubling polls came out over the weekend. If you're to believe them, uh, it looks like the president is is in some trouble here. I just I don't know that I believe it. Uh, in fact, in a Fox News poll, Fox News, and as the president has said multiple times, um, the the Fox News polls are not good for him. They haven't been lately either. 49% supposedly want Trump removed in a Fox News poll. It's also 49% in an NBC News poll. So there's two polls that say 49% of Americans want him removed from office. And then there was another one. Might have been MSNBC. It said 52% want him removed. So they're all in that general vici- mm. vicinity of uh, of people who want him to be removed from office, which includes not just impeachment by the House, but that would be conviction in the Senate as well, and then removal. I, it's hard for me to believe. I, I don't know the criteria they're using when they ask their question in the poll, who they're calling. Maybe they're calling too many Democrats. You wouldn't think Fox News would be doing that, though. <clears throat> but uh, that is a very unfavorable poll for uh, for President Trump, and you know he's going to be complaining about that in tweets oh, yeah. later on today. Mm-hmm. He is not going to be pleased about that at all. Also, according to these polls, same same Fox News poll, Biden supposedly uh, leads Trump by 12 points in a head-to-head matchup. That is crazy. Biden leads the nomination race with the backing of 31% of Democrat voters, followed by Elizabeth Warren at 21%, according to Fox News. So 31-21 over Warren. Sanders at 19%. Buttigieg at 7 He's, I mean, they're making him out like he's on this <clears throat> incredible wave of momentum. He's been about 7% most of the time. I think he went as high as 13% in Iowa, but that's just one state. Hmm. 
In early October, Biden was at 32, <clears throat> Warren 22, Sanders 17, and Buttigieg 4. Pete Mentum. Pete Mentum <laughs> sweeping the nation, asking the tough questions. <laughs> Is Sean Hannity a Scientologist? <laughs> Oh, yeah, so this is fun. It's, it's heating up. They're all hanging out in Iowa now, and uh, mm-hmm. here we go. Uh, we vote, uh, Iowa votes <clears throat> February 3rd. And they're starting to get a little nasty with each other because, yeah. you know, they're trying to separate themselves from the pack. War- yeah, Warren and uh, Buttigieg <clears throat> are uh, really uh, going to each other. Well, I should say it's a uh, it's it's triangular. It's Warren, Buttigieg, and Biden, and they're all focusing on the pie in the sky, you know, let's uh, do Medicare for all. Um, yeah, uh, but we'll only have to tax the evil people. You don't have yeah. to worry about it at all. Yeah, $52 trillion coming from people you hate. Yeah, so that's good because we, we hate the rich, right? We want to eat the rich. Right, right. The people that employ you and give you a job and help yeah, you put a like roof em. over your head. Don't like Yeah, em. we're going to stick like it to them. The people, uh, yeah, the people who really make the economy work, nah, we don't like them. We don't like them. Uh, and they want to be taxed more. They really do. They just, they love it. When you take money from them against their will, they love that. Because they're not using it. They're not using it. They don't even know they have it. They won't miss it at all. <laughs> uh, oh. Judge was asked about it, and he, uh, he talked about a, a middle-class, ta- he was well, asked about the middle-class tax Not hike. everybody wants to go. Can you guarantee that a President Pete Buttigieg would not raise taxes on the middle class? Uh, everything that we have proposed has been paid for, and we have proposed no uh, tax increase on the middle class. We don't have to do it in order to deliver these health care solutions. There sure. is a lot of money on That's the table from uh, loopholes in the corporate tax system from the wealthiest among us who could and should pay more. And uh, we don't have to look mm. to the middle class in order to solve these problems. But it also means making really? sure that we make promises we can keep. It's one of the reasons why huh. my vision on college affordability is different, making sure that it's free for low and middle middle-income students, yes, uh, but I don't think we have to pay all the way down to the last penny of tuition, even for the children of millionaires and billionaires, and by not going that far, there's a savings so that we don't have to keep looking for other sources of taxes in order to pay for it. In order to make sure that what we do is responsible, we've got to make promises we can actually keep, and we've got to be willing to raise the revenue in order to do it. And, you know, another thing that's really important right now is to look at the debt and look at the deficits. I know mm-hmm. that's not fashionable in the Democratic Party, but Republicans have made it clear when they take power, they don't actually care about the debt. They've blown up a $1 trillion deficit right now, which means that if Democrats don't get into the business of paying attention to the debt, nobody will. You and for it. my generation, that's a real problem, because I think these financial time bombs could very well go off in my lifetime. You say you say pay attention to the debt, but if all your plans are implemented, the debt and deficit is going to continue to go up as well, won't it? <laughs> yes. Yes, say the again? answer is yes. You say, say, say pay again? attention to the debt and deficit, but if all your plans that you put out there in the campaign trail are implemented, debt and deficit is going to go up, isn't it? Yes. The answer is no, yes. Everything oh, that we geez. have proposed okay. will be neutral to the budget or a savings uh, to the budget. Ah, we can do that as long as we're willing lie. to make reasonable moves for corporate taxes and wealthy individuals and make sure that we mm. keep track of the promises that we're making. I'm not going to make a, a, a uh-huh. $20 trillion move on health care when we can do the same thing for a fraction of the cost. Mm. You it's have the been. same thing on a lot of our other proposals. Sure. Mm-hmm. sure. I love that when he asked him. Yeah, wow. But it's just like, say again? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I Say again, I can't it. believe you just asked me to, uh, you asked me a follow-up question. That's, yeah. uh, that's unlike 
That's unlike the mainstream media, so, George. How long was that clip there? Uh, it doesn't say on our sheet here. Several minutes uh, of, of him rambling. Mm-hmm. And um, no, Lying. he didn't answer the one question that was asked of him. Are middle class taxes going to go up? Uh, I still didn't hear a no. It's not in the plan. Hmm? It you will just happen. Said we had to raise but, yeah, revenue. It's not, but it's not in the plan. Uh, we, we've been able to pay for this uh, with magic pixie dust. So we, oh. we're, we don't anticipate. Uh, attacks on the middle, See, middle I didn't class. factor in the magic pixie mm-hmm. dust angle. Yeah, a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't. Okay. Elizabeth Warren uh, is going to pay for this, <laughs> her Medicare for all, with a $9 trillion tax yeah. that will hit the middle class. Now, she's, she's trying to play it both ways. She's trying to have her cake and eat it, too. Um, How is it paid for? She tweeted out, well, if you're not in the top 1% Wall Street or a big corporation, congratulations, you don't pay a penny more. And you're fully covered by Medicare for All. Mm-hmm. Please. <laughs> to cover the cost, we start by taking the money that employers are currently paying in the form of premiums to private insurance companies and have them pay it to Medicare instead. Uh, we cover the remaining $11 trillion dollars largely with taxes on big corporations, Wall Street, and the top 1%, and enforcing the, the tax laws we have now. Uh-huh. And in a targeted cut to the Defense Department slush fund, uh-huh. and that's it. <laughs> wow, she's going to cut the military budget, targeted too? Targeted cut. Wow. Okay, good All stuff. Right. So we'll go after the people that defend you and employ you. Yep. Pat Gray. Unleashed. Welcome. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. My way to church yesterday. I'm driving behind this car uh, that has a Beto for Senate <laughs> sticker on it. I think, oh, what kind of idiot! Oh no! How could you possibly support this guy? Oh no! Have you listened to him? So I'm following him, turning where they turn. Oh no! Each and every time. Oh, no. They pull into the church parking lot. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> eh, Madness. Eh. Hello. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, you know, and it's hard to find. It's harder to find, probably. Uh, Beto supporters or supporters are left wing in my church than I think anybody else's. I, I think that was, wasn't there a survey done on that last year? Mormons were more conservative than any other group. You know, last year, the year before. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised by that. Yeah, they're pretty pretty darn conservative. Uh, they tend to lean definitely right. Uh, so, but I think, like everywhere else, it's more and more swelling up in the ranks where people are thinking, "Yeah, you know what? This socialism's a really good idea. Why not have Medicare for all? Let's take care of everyone." Hmm. Well, I don't know. I'm Pew Research. What does Pew Research it says say? Thirty. It says the most conservative religious group are evangelical Protestant. Oh. Thirty-eight uh, percent. I do not believe what I'm reading. This makes no sense. How do you define conservative? Because the next is Catholic at twenty-one percent. No way. Hold on. Then what? mainline Protestant, fifteen percent. Mormon, three percent. Three percent. Now wait, wait. I got it. You know what this is? This is a population thing. This is all based on population. Oh. Yeah, so this survey oh, okay. is stupid. Never mind. Yeah. I know what you were saying. The point you're making, mm-hmm. I think if you if you went to a random church, mm-hmm. an LDS church, they're mm-hmm. going to have more conservative voters than other churches. Right, yeah. as a rule. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. And and as for uh, Beto dropping out of the race, uh, kind of interesting. The president was mocking him just a bit <laughs> on Friday night at one of his rallies. Uh, here's what the president had to say oh, about that Beto. poor bastard. Well, <laughs> poor pathetic guy. He was pathetic. Remember he the was. arms are flailing. <laughs> Remember that? You know, he ran against Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz won. He spent almost $100 million. Right. And Ted Cruz and I helped Ted and I, we campaigned together and it was mm-hmm. good. But I used to watch him. Then when he came onto the really big stage, this crazy stage, I noticed he was flailing with the arms and he was standing on tables. He was standing on countertops. <laughs> I said, does he ever, like, stand on the floor and speak? (laughs) But he's waving his arms and going crazy. And I said, what the hell is he doing? What is he on? (laughs) And do you remember he made the statement that he was born for this? Mm -hmm. Anybody that says he was born for this, they're in trouble. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's true. It's kind of true. All right. uh, Is there... There's another clip. Uh, another clip one? of him mocking? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, do we have that? But Beto <laughs> was nasty. And he said that he was born for it. Like he was born from heaven. He came down. And if that's the case, some really bad things happened because he made a total fool out of himself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. Uh-huh. Uh, 888-933-93. Also uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter where uh, Pat's 18th facial cream victim tweets. What are you thinking, Pat? Rip that hat off of Keith before he jinxes the Cougars. What, my uh, yeah, don't get that off. What's wrong? That's a good point. We all know the track record of the teams he supports. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. true. In fact, it's gotten uh, so really bad true. that uh, folks on Twitter are asking me on their game days to root for the other team. Send out a tweet supporting their That's opponent. a good idea, yeah. And it usually works out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Kara 3022, new nickname for Robert Francis, Busted Beto. Mm-hmm. I likes it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kristen, I love how Pat's face gets red when he sings Happy Days. Well, yeah, because, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot. I uh, bet. To get that out. Uh, Dr. Mathlathke, uh tweets, I think Beto's guitar solo pretty well sums up his campaign, out of tune with America. hey Nice. And speaking of Dr. Mavlowski, and uh, this is where it comes some from. Some of the models, some of the models, suggest to, to Dr. Mavlowski that there is a seventy-five percent chance. To, okay, so some of the models. What does that mean, really? Is that like three out of a thousand? Is that two out of a million? Exactly. Now it suggests to Dr. Not to everybody, but to Dr. Mavlowski that. Seventy-five percent yeah. of that, that the entire entire North Polar North Ice Cap Polar Ice Cap during summer during summer during some during thumb of the summer of the months summer would month. be completely completely ice free within the next five to five seven to years. Seven years. Okay. Thank you. Uh, what a powerful powerful <laughs> prediction from Doctor Mathlathke. Oh my goodness. Uh, Occam's electric razor. Beto's campaign is just trying to find itself. Don't worry, it'll only take four years. Hmm. Uh, from the Steve 42, the best thing about Beto dropping out is we don't have to listen to that hideous guitar solo anymore. Not necessarily true. Oh, no. no <laughs> it's no. Not, not necessarily, as you found out today. Uh, Pastor Sam, Beto is 
Still probably more Hispanic than Elizabeth Warren is Native American, right? Okay. okay. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Lone Wolf 2965, the mainstream media is responsible for Bobby Frank's campaign demise. They kept covering him, <laughs> allowing the whole country to see his idiocy. Yes. <laughs> yes, blame them. <laughs> uh, from Chicken Picker, how will history remember Beto? It won't. Heck, I've done forgot who this tweet was about. <laughs> from a guy, Herm. Uh, Beto will be writing cow poems for children. <laughs> oh, no. I hope He's not. already done that, kind of. Yeah, please, <laughs> no more. Uh, relentless daring. Beto was born to do this. Lose. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Uh, Scotty Sweatman. After seeing that Beto t-shirt, I'm sure we can be expecting a Beto's hygienics documentary from Netflix soon. Oh, wow. Uh, Keith Math is better than his football team's. I bet Beto's phone is ringing off the hook, not wanting his endorsement. <laughs> yeah, Beto, please don't bother. Please don't. I don't. I don't want you to strain yourself. Don't do it. Wait, what? Uncle Joe wasn't lost on stage. He was just addressing Ohio while in Iowa. Ah, that's okay. what it was because Ohio was behind the state. Okay. Good explanation. And from Steve, Joe Biden is pretty much always in a state of confusion. Mm-hmm. Boy, it's bad. Yeah, it is. Uh, it. He apparently, according to uh, these polls, now in some polls he looks really good. He looks really strong compared to the rest of the field. Uh, they just did one where he's up on Elizabeth Warren, thirty-one to twenty-one. But uh, in another poll, he and Hillary, she's not even in the race. But if she were to get into the race, she would apparently be virtually tied with him. Hmm. Uh, despite twenty candidates competing for the nomination. The media, the weak media-appointed leading candidate is providing an opportunity for the 2016 loser to rethink getting into this race. New poll from Harvard-Harris finds Clinton nipping at the heels of Biden in a, in a hypothetical matchup. Now, she's still not in it, but if she were to get in it, this particular poll finds uh, 19% support for Biden, 18% for Clinton. Warren would be third at 13. <laughs> then they, John Kerry at 8%. Michael Bloomberg at 6 So they must have dumped a whole bunch of candidates in there who aren't running. Yeah, I would say that if you wow. appear in a poll and you're running mm-hmm. and you're losing to someone who hasn't even yeah. hinted at joining the race, it's time to say bye-bye. Like John Kerry? Right. Uh, and he's ahead of... Kamala Harris, Pete Buttigieg. Uh, I yeah, it's time to get out of the race. That's uh, and uh, so huh. I just saw a quote. Um, Biden's campaign manager said that uh, we don't need to win Iowa. You know, we're we're like the one candidate that doesn't need to win Iowa. Oh wow! Um, guess who's not going <clears> to <throat> win Iowa then? <laughs> My goodness, really? Um, what is the? Uh, let's see. The, the poll numbers you were just reading, mm-hmm. what were those? Uh, was that Iowa nationally, or do you know? No, that's nationally. That was nationally? If Hillary gets in. Okay. Yeah. Oh, if Hillary. Okay. Yep, yep. Um, I'm just looking. Yeah, because he's... Last poll of Iowa, yeah. I saw. He was fourth. Yeah, there. you're right. Warren, 22. Sanders, 19. Buttigieg, 18. Biden, 17. Wow. That just came out uh, over the weekend. Buttigieg is ahead of him <clears throat> in, in Iowa right now, according to the latest poll. So no wonder they're saying, yeah, we don't need it. We don't need Iowa. 
But it's within striking distance. Are they already throwing in the towel? Uh, maybe. Okay. Maybe they see the handwriting on the wall. I mean, he's got to remember where he is. Maybe it's just hard for him to remember when he's there, and it's just embarrassing because he always thinks he's in Ohio when he's in Iowa. Uh, let me tell you about realestateagentsitrust.com. Uh, this is uh, a network with 1,000 active agents, another 5,000 who would like to be on this list but are waiting um, because we got to keep it kind of manageable so that we can check up on the agents. Make sure they're doing a really good job for you because if you've been frustrated trying to buy or sell a home in the past, where your agent had no urgency at all, no return phone calls, no real marketing plan. You know how frustrating, how horrible that can be, especially when it's such a massive investment. Um, these agents have a high sense of urgency. They respond to your phone calls. They'll call you back in minutes, not in hours or days. They're not going to suggest uh, just having an open house every week so that you can keep your house immaculate and then leave for the weekend. And go who knows where until it's all over. Uh, really a hassle. So if you're looking for somebody who knows the market, understands where to price your home so that it sells quickly and for the most money, or understands how to get you the most house for your money, uh, and are fans of the show, so you know that you've got a lot in common with them right from the beginning, go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Gray. But again, you look at the polls that show Biden struggling in Iowa uh, and then struggling against Hillary. But then in the hypothetical matchup between Biden and Trump, they keep showing him way ahead. Like he's supposedly supposedly up by 12 on Trump. I, I, I can't think that he would be less wow. vulnerable to Trump than the people on the Democratic side. Right? That's weird. It is. And I, you know, maybe I'm just burying my head in the sand, but I just can't, I can't imagine that Biden would beat Trump by 12 points. Mm-hmm. I, I should probably be completely against Trump in this race because last time that worked really well for Trump. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, he pulled it out no matter what. I mean, every time I thought, okay, he doesn't have a chance on this. He, he did. Yeah. He won every single time. It, it was the first time that a Republican candidate was Teflon. Normally, it's a right. Democrat. Right. Normally, it's a Democrat saying outlandish stuff or making mm-hmm. gaffes or whatever or embarrassing statements. And he just couldn't lose the support of yeah. anybody, including evangelical uh, preach, preachers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they love him. They absolutely love him. So exactly a year out from the general election. Yeah, wow, it's... Uh, it's November 4th already. It's the election next year is November 3rd. Okay. So it's almost exactly a year. Wow. Oh, now we're less than a year. Wow. <clears throat> yep. Wow. A majority of Americans are close to it. Support impeaching Trump and removing him from office. Disapprove of his job performance <clears throat> and back his top Democratic rivals. Those are the findings from the latest NBC News Wall Street Journal poll which was conducted amid the House Democrats' impeachment inquiry. Uh, Despite those grim numbers for Trump, the poll also contained silver linings for him, including more than 50% who approve of his handling of the economy, 
and a GOP base that remains loyal to him, of course, with nine in ten Republicans opposing his removal from office. Yeah, no matter how impeachment plays out, do you think if the economy stays strong? Yeah, I think he wins. That's the clincher. Mm-hmm. And um, what was it? 128,000 jobs were added. Uh, that, that stat came out on Friday, right. which was a lot stronger than expected. So, mm-hmm. so far, so good. I think he claimed it was 303,000. I'm not sure where oh, he got those so, numbers. I see that headline you see that? as you're saying that. Yeah. Wow. He, yeah. Wait a minute. Now, everybody else said 128,000. He decided it was 303,000. Now, we've heard about how <laughs> they calculate that. That, that stupid jobs uh, <clears throat> report, right? Yep. And how it you know, it's, uh, doesn't take some things into account. So I don't know. but uh, It was up. It was up. Yes. Let's just say that. It was up. So in the poll, 53% of Americans say they approve of the impeachment inquiry regarding Trump's actions with Ukraine's president. 44% disapprove. That's hard to believe, too. Mm. I, this is a sham. Has it not been proven to be a, a sham? Yeah, now they're selectively leaking um, some of the Mueller, uh, you know, um, whatever, questioning mm-hmm. or something. There's a... Uh, I've closed the tab. But anyhow... They're not leaking everything. They're not leaking the stuff that would, you know, support the president's case, which, of course. But, yeah, it's, mm. it, it's so much behind closed doors from a party that says, no, let's uh, have a full, let's have a debate. Let's talk about this. Let's make sure the American people understand that their president's done wrong. Well, we want transparency. Transparency, that's the word I'm groping for here. Yeah, mm-hmm. so why are we doing all of this behind closed doors? I think we know why. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. They, they've got nothing, and they want you to think there's something there. Yeah, it's because it's an agenda-driven... Uh, they've already oh. determined what they want the outcome to be. They don't Completely want facts political. to come out. Mm-hmm. They want him out of office. Yes. And so they're going to come up with the procedures, and they're going to come up with the, the, the way this thing's going to play out and that, that most ensures that, not that ensures truth come out. So anyway, that's where we're at, and it's going to be an awesome year. I can't wait for 2020. Of course, they want to have this vote, they're thinking, before Thanksgiving, which I think would be stunning at this point. I hope they do. Mm. Yeah, hold your vote. I'm I'm a little skeptical that they're ever going to hold that vote because I think Pelosi knows this is not helping her. It's not helping the Democrat cause. She's starting to backtrack on certain things. Uh and she's starting to warn these candidates that they're going too far to the left. And yes. it's going to hurt you. Saw that, yeah. So I think Pelosi understands that some of these extreme policy measures that they have and the extreme action of trying to impeach the president during an election campaign yeah, just think, is probably not a good idea. Think long and hard about that before you go to the polls in November whether it's your congressional representative or if you have a senator on the ballot, uh, and obviously there's going to be a presidential vote. Okay, the Nancy Pelosi is the voice of reason for the Democrat Party now. That's amazing. That's how far left it's gone. You're going to entrust that party with power? Are you kidding me? When, when Nancy Pelosi is the one speaking common sense in that party? Wow, that's an Overton window shift right there. It's seriously frightening. Yeah. Really, really frightening. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You know we've we've told you about our uh, faithful listener Jules and her struggles with health. Got another update from Jules' mom. Yeah. So yeah. So her. I guess uh, the roommate at the hospital she's staying at found uh, Jules um, passed out mm. on Saturday, and so her mom sent this update here. 
Jules has pneumococcal meningitis, oof, which is life-threatening. Uh, it's likely she was exposed to it by somebody unaware they have it. Comes on quickly, and if not treated immediately, can be deadly, and even when treated, can still result in, in death. With her weakened, weakened immune system, we pray she'll survive this. So uh, we should all join in prayer for, for Jules. Um, she's back in isolation now. Not sure how long she's going to be in the hospital this time. They just, She says they have to take it day by day. Uh, she says, I'm incredibly worried about our, do- our daughter. We can't believe this is happening. It's pure insanity. Please continue to pray for Jules. Absolutely. <sighs> and uh, she'll continue to update us. Now, she's been through a lot. Yeah. And she's pulled through it, though. So it's amazing. Hopefully, and prayerfully, she's be able so to do it young. Again. I know, and, twenty-two. And she has gone right? through uh, twenty-two. I think she might have just turned twenty-three, um, but um, mm. she's gone through more than than most people have to go through in, in a, a lifetime. lifetime. Uh, it's it's truly tragic. But she's so strong. So please continue to pray for Jules and her yeah. health. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up from the mean streets of Helena. It's Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Love the story about um, this person, uh, Samori Moses, also known as Sugar Bear. He's a Brooklyn pimp. And he's on trial for slaying his prostitute girlfriend and then uh, cutting her body up and and putting her in his freezer. Uh, now, he claims he didn't kill her. He just chopped up the body and then, you know, put his head, put her head in, in his freezer. Uh, Julie Clark said that uh, Mr. Moses cut up her body. He didn't want to go to jail. This is uh, his lawyer. He didn't want to be blamed. He had no motive to kill his moneymaker. <laughs> she said, uh, he's not a nice man. He's not someone you want your daughter to date. Yeah, that's probably true. Oh, he went out on a limb with that statement. And you don't have to like his lifestyle. Okay. Yeah, I really don't. But, you know, he, he just, I guess he found her dead, and then he decided, oh, I don't want to be blamed for this. So he cut her up. And he he put her head in his freezer. Now, who would think when they open up your freezer and see the head there, they'd never assume you killed that person, right? They'd be like, oh, okay, well, you you just wanted uh, to preserve her head. Okay, so, I mean, I I presume that, you know, you've, you've dated people in the past, right? Have you ever walked in and found Mm. one of them dead? One of your former girlfriends or something? Uh, no. Okay, so you don't know I don't how know. you would react. I don't know how I Maybe would Maybe it's natural this. that you walk in, you see your dead girlfriend, go, oh, I better chop this up, put her in the freezer. Exactly, yeah. So I, we, we can't speak to this because we've not experienced it, okay? That, that's tr- that's a good point, Keith. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Is to keep it you know, in a, in a proper context for Sugar Bear. <laughs> now, by the way, this is not the same Sugar Bear who saved Elton John's life tonight. Oh, it's Someone not? saved my life tonight, Sugar Bear. Huh. Uh, that's not the same one. Okay, this is a. I don't want to. I don't want to confuse him with Elton John's musical friend, who told him not to get married to the girl he was going to marry in 1969. So, is this the same <clears throat> Sugar Bear from the 
golden crisp cereal. Yes, it is that sugar so bear. That sugar bear. <laughs> wow. Yes, so he that other, took a turn. The other sugar bear. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, right. Because uh, I mean, he, we used a to live surprising. Him, right. He was in our homes on well, Saturday morning cartoon. That's why you haven't break. seen him in so long? Because <laughs> sugar bear became a pimp who cut up his prostitute girlfriend and put her in the freezer. Here come the memes. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I mean, you're right. Where did he go? Where did he go? He he. This he is where he changed, went. Changed his profession, and right. now now he's in jail. So really, the main reason I'm telling you about this is so that you won't confuse the sugar bears again. Not the sugar bear from the Elton John song. The sugar bear from the cereal golden crisp cer- golden crisp. Cereal. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Ooh, boy, you know what? Now that I'm I'm kind of and I'll tweet this out uh, so you guys can all look at this. Um, now that okay. I now that I now that I really focus in on the box mm-hmm. of Golden Crisp cereal, mm-hmm. and I get a look at those are the eyes of a killer. Okay. Those are the eyes of a killer, and I'm gonna send this out. And well, no, and, you mean somebody who just chopped up their girlfriend? I mean, they this, didn't these, be blamed these are the eyes. Of, what did I say? What? Yeah, my that goodness. was. These are the eyes mm-hmm. of a. You terribly a, misspoke there. For of a, a pimp, right? That would stumble. Found his girlfriend dead. And decided to dispose of her body so he wouldn't be blamed. Right. That's what I meant to say. And and what a logical way to make sure you're not blamed by (laughs) putting her in your freezer. (laughs) My goodness. Who who would blame you if... Right. I mean, come on. Your honor. Your honor. (laughs) Clearly. I I was just trying to hide the body in my freezer. That's all I was doing. That's because otherwise it would have just taken up too much room. (laughs) I would have been tripping on it out here on the rug. I would add, call the police and say, hey, somebody killed my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Come over and investigate this. <laughs> I see. And you don't want that. That's a hassle. It, it is. It is. And so uh, Sugar Bear thought he was doing the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Golden Crisp Cereal. <laughs> How the mighty have fallen. I know, right? Used to hear about him all the time on TV and then suddenly gone. Why? Because <laughs> he turned to a life. Of pimpage. Of pimpage. That's why. That's why. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, this is kind of interesting. Uh, Tom Brady may become a Los Angeles Charger next year. Whoa, that's the big speculation right now. That he's. It seems like Brady has sort of uh, is mopping up all of his business in Boston and in New England. <clears throat> he didn't. Uh, he. He did something with his contract that allows him to be a free agent next year. Hmm. And he's apparently got his house up for sale. <clears throat> his trainer has his house up for sale. His trainer lives in San Diego. Oh, boy. Wait, San Diego? I mean, Los okay, Angeles. Okay, just making sure. Okay. Right. Because I, I was there Angeles. with you on this conspiracy theory, and then I thought, whoa, whoa, whoa. I just got used to calling them <laughs> the L.A. Chargers. You tell me I'm they're moving st- back? I'm still not used to that. I know. It's tough, man. Plus, everybody knows he wouldn't want to go to, you know, he wouldn't want to go to a troubled team. He's not going to want to go and try to do a rebuilding project in Cincinnati or Tampa or, or Atlanta, Miami. Or Atlanta. Or Atlanta. <laughs> and Atlanta's still got Matt Ryan. I know. He's got yeah, a lot of time yeah. left. But, but. If uh, Philip Rivers retires or moves on, that you know, a lot of people think that maybe Brady moves into uh, the uh, the Chargers and takes over as a quarterback there. That would be really weird that to was- see him as a Sandy as a Los Angeles Charger now. And you know, they got the new stadium they're opening up next year. He would be a huge draw in L.A. And they're trying. I mean. 
Like yesterday, the Packers had more fans there probably than the Chargers did at that little stadium they're in now. That's right, and that reminds me. And, and sorry to sidetrack here, real quick, but um, Nance and Romo were standing on the sideline. Uh, that was at, bizarre. What was that? I never they moved heard an down, explanation. If they talk, they did talk about it at the beginning okay. of the second half. Uh, they started out with the with one of the reporters, female reporters, up in the booth. And she said, one of the great things about this stadium is that you can just run right up here to the press box or you can run right down the stairs onto the... You can't do that at other stadiums? Well, no. I mean, they, they play in a stadium <clears throat> the size of like a high school stadium. Actually, yes. actually I'm not kidding. A high school kidding. stadium in Texas. I would... I, this, this may be... I'm going to find out if there are high school football stadiums <clears throat> in Texas that are that hold more people than where the Chargers play. We're going to do that right now. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, so Nance and Romo went down to the field, and for the first, they wanted to do some broadcast from field level thing, mm-hmm. which I don't know what the advantage of that is. Why is that a cool thing? I, I don't, well, Why I mean, is that a thing at all? They're just looking at the monitors, whether they're up in the booth or You the know sideline. they had to because yeah. they're clear down at the end zone. And their back was turned. They can't see what's going on out there yeah. Yeah, on the was, other side of the field, so they're just looking at the monitor watching on TV like you and I do. It was ridiculous. But whatever. It, it, that was a really weird move. Yeah, very strange. So anyway, next year, the L.A. Chargers and the Rams will both be in that big $2 billion facility. I think it's more than $2 billion uh, that they're building in L.A. And so uh, Tom Brady would be a huge draw for fans in that area. So anyway, there's a lot of speculation that that might be what he's doing next year. By the way, um, the largest uh, high school... um, Stadium in Texas uh, holds 18,000. Um, you were right, by the way, Martin. Uh, Allen, Texas. That's the one that had that crazy crumbling mm-hmm. whatever insanity. So 18,000, 27,000 uh, for, for the, the Chargers. Yeah. yeah. So still, Jeez. that's pretty, that's a fun fact there. Uh. So Allen's is 18,000. There's got to be some close to that because I know there's a massive, like Katie's new stadium. Okay. In the Houston area is massive. Legacy, I think it's called. Okay. Legacy Stadium. See what the capacity is on that. Uh, but, yeah, that 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 Charger Stadium right now is really small for an NFL venue. Really, really small. Let's see here. And you can't find it. It's because this article is written so poorly. Perfect. That's, that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to be like the Beto campaign manager and blame everyone it's, but the flawed candidate. <laughs> Uh, twelve thousand at Katie's uh, Legacy 12. Stadium. Yeah. Really? Let's see. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. Hold on. There's another high school. There's twenty thousand in Frisco. Okay. Weird. All right. There you go. So. Well, then I guess Allen's isn't the biggest. So I guess that the uh, <laughs> yeah. If there's one in Frisco that's twenty, twenty seems bigger than eighteen. Am this I is, wrong this, on that? I tell you what, Pat. The, mm-hmm. the problem here is that it involves me, <laughs> and it's borderline math at this point. Yes. But uh, well, the, it's mostly reading at this point, isn't it? <laughs> Mostly like reading numbers on a Shut website. <laughs> Seems so, to me. That- so the San Diego Chargers, no longer the LA Chargers, they're going to be the Frisco Chargers. <laughs> going to move just down the road here to Frisco, Texas. Okay. All right. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also, fresh off the weekend where we went back to standard time, thankfully. Uh, but we spend so little time on standard time now because they've lengthened daylight savings to be as long as it possibly can be. I I hate it. I just wish they'd stop with the daylight savings time thing. 
Um, and you know what? They're admitting now that it, this was never about farmers, which used to be the excuse all the time. Well, this is to help farmers have more daylight hours so they can harvest <laughs> the food so that Americans can eat. Okay. <laughs> we need it's, more time. It's not about that. Oh. Number one, it's not plural. First things first, it's daylight saving time, not daylight <clears throat> savings or savings time. It's singular. Uh, it, it it was never about the farmers, which is kind of fascinating because that's what they always say. Mm-hmm. It was not starting to help America's farmers out. According to uh, timeanddate.com, daylight saving time was first used in 1908 by a few hundred Canadians in Thunder Bay, Ontario. This is just wrong that we stole it from Canada. Why would you ever take anything from Canada? Well, I mean, there's a couple things, right? Like, no. Like Like, what? I mean, hockey? No. Curling was... Mm -mm. That wasn't really... And maple syrup? Okay. I like maple syrup. Got it. Got you on something. All right. And they are a maple syrup superpower, so... (laughs) I mean, it's on their flag. But Germany popularized daylight saving time after it first set the clocks forward on April 30th, 1916 to save coal during World War I. Mm. Daylight saving time then became a national standard in 1966 when Lyndon Johnson signed the Uniform Time Act. Oh, there we are. A progressive. I mean, it it never ends with the fun facts about progressives taking over your life. That's right. Do all states observe... Daylight saving time? Presently, Hawaii and Arizona are the only two U.S. states that don't observe it. Neither do the U.S. territories of Puerto Rico, Virgin Islands, Guam, Hmm. American Samoa, and the Northern Mariana Islands. Hmm. Which states want out? Seven states, Alabama, Arkansas, Nevada, Oregon, Tennessee, Washington, and Florida have approved legislation to make daylight saving time permanent. No! You go the other way, stupids. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, so you want it... I want it to be standard time right now. all the time. Like right now. Yes. The way it is right now. Yes. Huh. You just eliminate the saving time switch in the spring and you're set. Yeah. However, these states still need the okay from Congress to enact the change. Uh, what about what? the rest of the planet? It's now used in over 70 countries worldwide and affects over 1 billion people every year. The beginning and end dates vary from one country to another, though. Next year, daylight saving time will return 2 in the morning, which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I'm going to wake myself up at 2 and then set the clocks. Back. Well, no, I mean, there's other ways. <laughs> <laughs> set it before you go to bed. Uh, March 8th. That's really early because it used to be in April uh, when we will spring forward and lose one hour of sleep. And so then what happens? Then... Daylight savings time, daylight saving time literally kills people. Yeah. Literally kills people. And blame the Republican Congress, one of the last things they did before they got swept out of office in 2006. The annual ritual in which we gain an hour of sleep each November by pushing clocks back seems like a harmless shift. But then, in March, on the Monday after the springtime jump forward... Get this. Hospitals report a 24% spike in heart attacks around the U.S. 24% higher than normal. Is the, is it worth people's lives to jump forward an hour? I mean, you save an hour, Pat. 
Just a coincidence? Probably not. Doctors see an opposite trend in the fall. The day after we turn back the clocks, <laughs> heart attack visits drop by 21%. That's wild, man. Isn't that something? Just that over is... an hour of sleep? That's incredible. My goodness, that is something else. According to sleep expert Matthew Walker, that's how fragile and susceptible your body is to even just one hour of lost sleep. That's pretty crazy. It truly is the stupidest thing we do. It well, is, yeah, it's one of the stupidest. I was going to say, yeah, there's, there's some, a lot of yeah, stupid things stupid we do. Stuff we, yeah. We're also prone to make more deadly mistakes on the road. <clears throat> Researchers estimate the car crashes in the U.S. caused by sleepy daylight saving drivers likely cost thirty extra people their lives over the nine year period. From uh, 2002 to 2011. Look, if it saves just one life, isn't it worth it? Isn't it worth dropping daylight saving time? You have got the plan, Thank sir. You. Thank you. But um, it's time to stop the killing machine that yeah. is daylight saving. Blame Canada mm-hmm. and LBJ. Bastards. Should invade that country. Just invade it and uh, co opt it. And make it the 51st state. I mean, they obviously can't take care of themselves. They right? re-elected they Justin can, uh, Trudeau. Idiots. Oh. Uh, all right. Triple eight, 933-93. All right. The other day, the president compared to how the Democrats stick together and Republicans don't. Seems kind of true. Um, but we're not just fighting the left. We're fighting the media, too. We're fighting the deep state. We're fighting countless activists. Because we've got better things to do with our time. But there is something we can do to stick together as conservatives, and it's really simple. It's something as simple as the service you use every day, your cell phone service. Switch your cell phone service to Patriot Mobile. They're America's only cell phone service that donates a portion of your monthly bill to organizations fighting for the values you believe in and helping President Trump move his agenda forward. Right now, Patriot Mobile has an incredible limited-time offer. Buy one line, get one line free. For six months, when you make the switch today, you can keep your number, uh, you can keep your phone, or you could even buy a new one if you want. Get reliable 4G LTE nationwide service as low as 25 bucks a month while helping to preserve the country we all love. If you're sick and tired of AT&T sending your money to um, Planned Parenthood or candidates that are socialists, make the switch today. Go to patriotmobile.com slash blaze. Or you can call their U.S.-based team at 877-367-7524. Or go to patriotmobile.com slash blaze. Beware. Pat Gray is unleashed. And welcome. Great to have you with us. Thanks for being here. 888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Hamburgers exponentially. <laughs> tweets what is warren gonna do when she wins and the rich and corporations move their money offshore so quickly she can't take it <laughs> yeah I, I that's i mean that is the danger right we're gonna go back to because we just lowered the corporate rate to i think 21 percent from 35 or wherever it was and now we're gonna go back to 35 or 37 one of the highest in the world crazy Mm-hmm. Bovine scatology tweets. Hey Pete, when asked uh, when asked if you won't raise taxes on middle class, if you don't start with no, at least have the balls to lie to us like Obama did. 
<clears throat> yeah, he does. He doesn't. He doesn't have those uh, the giblets to do that. <laughs> From uh, Scotty, Democrats say tax, tax the rich easily countered. Democrats are going to tax the crap out of people, the people you work for. Imagine what that's going to do to your paycheck. Ah, uh, yep. From uh, Doctor Mathlathki. Now that Beto dropped out, and we won't be hearing as much of his guitar stylings, can you play a little more Bernie Sanders vocal genius? Oh, no. Really? Really? Here we go. As I went, as I went walking, walking, that ribbon of highway, ribbon of highway, I saw above me, I saw above me, that endless skyway, I saw below me, you saw, but you, before you saw, her, so... This land was made for you and me. Ugh, I, I, so good. Oh, oh, the so cheesy good. 70s, early 80s background vocals. Right. It's great, right? You loving it? No. I'm not. <laughs> I soar above me. <laughs> From uh, Pew Pew. Why is no one talking about Cory Booker? That's a really good question. Because uh, he sucks. Yeah. Next question. One good reason. From Pat Talks, Burn Off the Ugly, maybe the Dems should print up pamphlets instructing immigrants to come in through the North Pole because in thumb, thumber month, the polar ice cap will be ice free. <laughs> now that, that, that tweet, that handle, what was the handle again? Because somebody sent me something along Pat those lines. Pat Talks, Burn Off the Ugly. Burn Off the Ugly. That's what you said. Mm-hmm. Your, your facial cream, your slogan is for your company. Oh, yeah, that's a good... And somebody, somebody uh, sent this to me <laughs> on RBG. Nice. And, uh, yeah, I think that's great. Pat Gray facial cream, burn off or burn the ugly away. There you go. Yeah, and <laughs> that's great. That's what it felt like when huh. I tried it on. If you didn't see it, we uh, tweeted something out uh, yeah. you know, a few weeks ago, and I, I tried your product, your facial cream product, uh-huh. and it burned a little bit. Uh, quote yeah. a little bit. End quote. And I told you that was to burn off the ugly. Right. And, and did uh, it work? No. Oh, you're oh you're stuck no. now. Yeah. No, what do it, I do? Do I say work. that my product Sorry. fails or no. yeah, I'm still ugly. Failed. Okay. <laughs> Anthropogenic J tweets, these polls show you how mentally ill the Democrats are. They want to put the same lean candidates up. It's a definition of insanity. Uh, and speaking of anthropogenic, mm. uh, Governor Cuomo of New York is talking about heavy rains in New York State. Apparently they've had some flooding there uh, lately. And uh, that, of course, according to Governor Cuomo, is due to climate change. A baby and a family being rescued while you were assessing the damage. Can you give us an update on the flooding situation and what you saw? You know, Ali, anyone who questions uh, extreme weather and and climate change is just delusional at this point. Really? Uh, We have seen in the state of New York what everyone is seeing. We see these uh, weather patterns that we never had before. We didn't have hurricanes. We didn't have superstorms. We didn't have tornadoes. Uh, This is a storm that (laughs) came up just overnight, dropped about five inches of rain. Uh Okay. Five inches of rain. I'm sorry. You you didn't have... We didn't have hurricanes. No. We didn't have tornadoes. Never had them. We didn't have storms before climate change. Mm-hmm. Are are you saying? Okay, we did? if you're that butt stupid, <laughs> honestly, sincerely, how are you the governor of a major state of any state? How are you an elected official of any kind anywhere? <laughs> And maybe, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he's just talking about New York. Maybe he's not talking about in general, 
the continental United States. Um, he needs to go to I don't know Wikipedia right. and check out the list of hurricanes that have hit New York uh-huh. over the years. Or, yeah, or natural disasters in general. Because I mean, that's what he said before 1800. Between 1278 and 1438, major hurricanes struck modern-day New York, New Jersey area. In 1635, a hurricane that's reported to have tracked parallel to the East Coast impacts New England and New York, although it remains unknown if any damage occurred. Well, yeah, 1635, nobody was there. Mm-hmm. In 1667, a severe storm is reported in Manhattan and is reported to be a continuation of a powerful hurricane. Mm-hmm. I mean, on and on and yeah. on, year after year, I think all I'm through looking, the 1800s. I, I think I'm looking at the same list with blizzards and nor'easters. Yes, and, oh my gosh, and nor'easters. storms and stuff. And keep in mind, what happened here? Five inches of rain. Five inches that of rain. That never happened never before happened. climate change. You know, and if he's talking nationally, the biggest, the worst natural disaster in the history of this country happened in 1900 in Galveston, Texas, with a Category 5 hurricane that hit Galveston and killed maybe 10,000 people. But was that five inches of rain? No, it was, it was more than that. Okay, but the point he's yeah, making more than that. five inches of rain. Right. It never that happened doesn't happen. before climate change. That just doesn't happen. Not in New York. Pat Gray Unleashed. I do. Thanks for returning with us. 888-933-93. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Well, and Becky's crime spree continuing. I mean, she's free anyway. Yeah. And we're all less safe because of it. Also, Felicity Huffman is out there somewhere lurking. It's a it's a rough time uh, it for is. America. Yeah, it is. Now, this is interesting because Lori Laughlin's daughters, Olivia Jade and Isabella Genuli, could also face charges in the college admission scam. Wait, what? That's what is happening. With can, this? can we relax on this thing? They're trying to take the whole family and it's like a yeah, crime I family. I know. Did they did they murder people to get them into USC? I, it's beginning to feel like it that. is. The government has made it clear that they're gonna keep increasing pressure on both Lori and Massimo. That's her husband after she dumped Uncle Jesse. That's where she should be charged. Right. How's she done him? Right. How's that, she done Uncle Jesse? Thank not you. cool. By not pleading, Lori and Massimo, or Massimo, however you pronounce yeah, his name, know. are exposing their children to be charged. With yeah. what? I don't know. You With don't their to... parents doing something wrong? I guess, but you don't what? have to worry about how you pronounce the husband's name because soon he'll just be known he'll as just... prisoner number yeah, exactly. Three nine. However, a source close to the Full House actress disagreed with that assessment. If Lori had any indication that the girls were at risk, Mm. she'd want to plead guilty. Even though she believes that she did nothing wrong, the insider, close to the 55-year-old actress, explained she's not going to let them spend time in jail for something they didn't do. Well, I I don't even understand how you could say they could be charged. The parents went to people and bribed them to get them in. I mean... For accepting this? Did the girls even know about it? I don't know. It just gets worse and worse for her, according to the source. And and you have to remember, nothing new has happened. (laughs) True. They could have charged her with all this last spring, but they waited. She feels like she's a scapegoat. Yeah, you think? She's facing a maximum of 40 
years behind bars and connected <laughs> if convicted. feels like the prosecutor just wasn't a big Full House fan. <laughs> like, really hated that show, and this is the chance to get back at those storylines <laughs> that just left me hanging. <laughs> so weird. And Fuller House was just a massive disappointment. That's, see, that's probably where yeah. they're coming from. Now right? I'm kind of, I yes. can understand. This yeah. is all about Fuller House. <laughs> We're going to find out at the end of the day. When it's all said and done, in the secret documents leak, the prosecutor pissed off the DJ, whose real name is Candace Bure or something. Yeah, oh, Candace. Pablo Bure. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Married. Candace is now doing those Christmas movies on Hallmark, and that's pissing him off. I think we're unraveling this. Yeah, just kind of just reforming right? it here. Um, <laughs> we're so finding out what's behind all of this. It's somebody that um, huh. probably. Probably what happened was they were, maybe it was the other way. Maybe they were so addicted to Full House, mm-hmm. okay, growing up, stick with me here, mm-hmm. that they spent every Friday night at home watching, addicted to this awesome mm-hmm. TV cinematic wonder every week, every mm-hmm. Friday night. Mm-hmm. Please tell me it came each, on Friday nights. Each, I don't know. Right? Yeah, it did. Uh, and so it's so what's happened, they had no mm-hmm. social life. Right. They didn't get to experience life. They didn't go out with friends. They didn't have any friends, all because Full House was so addictive and now it's a well, chance to Well, then it to came to by. an abrupt halt. And then where were you on Friday night? No friends and no, no full friends, house. No friends, no full house. And now's your chance. Nothing to do. Uh, each episode, Academy Award worthy. Each and every episode. And now you're left with nothingness. Wow. wow. And so now's your chance. After your life was ruined. Get back at her. Get back at Aunt Becky. This is what's happening, Pat. I Hit believe, her where she lives. Yeah. Who is the prosecutor, by the way? We should probably find out. I don't know, but I bet they were a big Full House fan. Uh, 888-933-93. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where uh, B. DeBodine tweets, Boy, Sugar Bear really took an ugly turn after his days working with Starsky and Hutch. Oh, wait. That was Huggy Bear. Yeah. Look at the Sugar Never Bear mind. there. Yeah, there's Sugar Bear. Look at the TV. eyes. The eyes of a killer. I, of look killer. at that. Uh, it was all right there, right in front of us, and we just we ignored missed it. it. We missed it. We ignored it. I, I don't think people missed it. I think they they chose mm. not to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Sugar Bear. Officer, I like my women like I like my coffee ground up and stored in my freezer. Oh, golly. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Wow. Wow. Got a little dark there. <laughs> sure did. Uh, proud Mr. Graybeard. Pimpin' ain't easy. And I'm pretty sure dead hookers on the floor are bad for future business. I'm sure Sugar Bear was just worried about the welfare of his client base. Okay. Uh, the Steve42 tweets, is this the same Sugar Bear that associates with corn pop? Yes. Mm. Yes, it is. Okay. Look at and that. Look at, look at the look perpetrator at right there with those hateful. Oh, my goodness. Serial killer eyes. Rob dug deep to find that. That is, okay, now the, the writing was on the wall. He's got his hat backwards. Look at him. Mm-hmm. He thinks everything's so fun. Uh-huh. Yeah, we see what you're up to. Shargirl M tweets, No name is more fitting for a killer pimp who chops up his girlfriend than Sugar Bear. <laughs> from Judy Chapel. murder is something we'll never see from high fructose corn syrup bear. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, from Radine Marie C. I can guarantee you that there are high schools in Texas bigger than our L.A. Coliseum. There is also no parking. Hmm. Somebody who hates that particular uh, venue, apparently. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, so the high school, 
sorry to belabor this, mm. but Frisco High School shares their stadium with like some minor league or whatever, right? Okay, so don't don't count that one. Okay, Mesquite High School has twenty thousand seating for twenty thousand in their high school football seat. Way out. I mean, are you kidding me? Wow. And still, remember, 27,000 where the Chargers play out in L.A. Um, Andrew Lelling, mm-hmm. um, he's the lead prosecutor against uh, Aunt Becky. He's in his 40s. Uh, we just nailed it. I mean, we totally figured this out. We just he is a- nailed this down. <laughs> he is a pissed off Full House fan <laughs> who's just uh, taking his revenge out yeah. on Aunt Becky right now. I mean... It's closed, Your Honor. I, we need to dismiss this based on the fact we have a disgruntled Full House fan uh, who just didn't like the way that show played out back in the 90s. That is fantastic. <laughs> or doesn't like the reboot or whatever that yeah, is. Yeah, whatever that is. It ruined, you know, maybe it ruined Fuller his House. memories. Yep. Mm-hmm. Fuller House, which I think was, was that a Netflix project? I think that was Netflix, wasn't it? And uh-huh. while a lot of people watched that, from what I understand from the people who did... It was not anywhere near as good as the original. Now, I told my daughters, yeah. you know why? Because you're like late late 20s now. Uh, yeah. You were little teeny kids at the time. You thought it was good then. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. What's that? Whoa. Okay. It wasn't good then, and it's not good now. Yeah, I know that. That comes as a surprise. Shocking development. Shocking development. I don't even know. How could you. I even say that? I don't know. About you. Full House with Aunt Becky, Uncle Jesse, and the gang. How such, could it happen? Such a great, great show. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so in Calgary on, on Halloween, is this an actual Halloween yeah, costume? Yeah, so somebody made a homemade costume for Halloween. Was this based on us? No, 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 no. No, no okay. Somebody just I mean, did a drink box. Yeah, Justin Trudeau was a joke in Canada. Not just with this show. Okay, so right. Because Justin Trudeau mm-hmm. yeah. talked about how he uh, he does boxed water. Yeah, so now. this is Calgary, and it says drink box water bottle sort of thing. Some kid dressed up. I mean, that is going all out. That's pretty cool. <laughs> if you don't recall what the reference is. And what do you yeah, and your family do to cut back on plastics? Uh, we, yeah. uh, uh, we have uh, recently switched to drinking, uh, drinking water bottles water out of bottles. Uh, water out of, uh, out of water. when we have water bottles no, water uh, out, of, uh, out of plastic, uh, plastic. Uh, sorry, no. away from sorry. plastic towards, uh, towards paper, paper, um, paper, like drink box, water bottles, drink sort of things. box, water bottle, <laughs> sort, of. sort of things. And then back to the costume, which had the exact quote on it, the drink box, water bottle sort of thing. <laughs> That's really funny. That is so good. (laughs) And in Calgary, everybody probably loved that reference Uh because in Western Canada, uh, they do not like Justin Trudeau. Mm -mm. They don't like what's going on in the government in Quebec at all. Yeah. um, Or or Ontario. Ontario, Ottawa, Ottawa, Ontario. They don't like it there. They don't like the Eastern Canadian thing that's happening. In fact... Mm. If you loved Brexit, you're going to love Wexit even more because oh. Western Canada is talking about leaving uh, Canada, splitting ah. it in two. Because the values are completely different from east to west yeah. in yeah. Canada. And they're just getting sick of it. They're tired of the socialism. Mm-hmm. They're tired of these liberals tell them, telling them what to do, taking their resources, all of their oil, and then giving nothing in return. Yeah, so then I can stop having to sit through the Canadian National Anthem 
when the Edmonton Oilers play. See? Because you have to mm-hmm. sit through two national anthems uh, because they play up there. And uh, let's just do that, huh? Let's, let's bring them down here and make them join. Make, make Montana really big. Really big, just, yes. Just, I'm okay with that. Let's I'm see. all right with that. So Montana would then... That would really change your uh, your borders there, huh? So Canada's really kind of uh, in a state of confusion. You've got Quebec with Montreal uh, that's been threatening to leave Canada for a long time. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Long time. Now you got Western Canada talking about the same thing. That could split into three pieces. So you're, you're drawing up the map for, for Mon- New Montana New already? Montana. New okay. Montana. Yeah. Right. That's kind of a rough, that's like an artist's interpretation of New Montana. Mm-hmm. Very but rough. You, you've, got, you've got Montana, yeah. and then you got Western Montana. Okay. So. Yeah, I think you shortchanged Montana a little bit there, what, but that's what, right. What do you mean? What, what should I do here? Uh, well, I can't really fix it for It's really for tough me. to draw Montana upside, upside down, down, especially when you're just making up the borders uh, as you go. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I yeah, do what I, I can. That. All right. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about Riduzone. If you've ever wondered why you can't seem to control your appetite, it's not entirely your fault because scientists have studied this and they've found that this is in our nature. Our brains are wired for survival. So they're always telling our bodies that we need more calories. More calories to burn, please. Luckily, your body produces, uh, naturally produces a molecule called OEA that sends a signal to your brain that you're full. It's just that if you're like most of us, you don't produce enough of it. That's where Riduzone comes in. Riduzone is made of OEA, so it strengthens the signal to your brain and tells you to stop eating sooner. It's FDA accepted. It was developed uh, to provide the OEA we need to bridge that gap between what we have and what we need. And it's a safe, vegetarian, gluten-free supplement, and uh, you're going to love this. So stop fighting nature. Go to riduzone.com, R-I-D-U-Zone.com. Use the promo code PAT and get 30% off a three-month supply. Riduzone.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. A more wonderful respect for life. Oh, is that my computer? I think that's your computer playing over there. Oh, that's great. Kind of fun. I love it when it does that. Uh-huh. I love it. Okay, I'm looking for Close the... the lid on it. Maybe that'll just... There we go. There we go. Closing the lid doesn't help sometimes. Really? You notice that? Yeah. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah, it is creepy. Wow. So is it starting just on its own? That pisses me off. I'm going to guess CNN.com. <laughs> it probably. Because they are notorious. I know, Keith, why are you going to CNN? I don't know. Sometimes I click a story link and I don't know where it's going. And then you go to CNN and you're like, oh my gosh, where's that coming nope, from? This was actually the hill.com. Okay. Well, <laughs> stupid. <the hill. laughs> but yeah, uh, mm-hmm. definitely uh, I had to memorize where the mute button was on my computer for situations just like that. Yeah, I finally did. <laughs> I finally thought, okay, there's an easier way to do this. And you just hit. Yeah, mute. Whatever. Yeah, mute. Or just maybe take some orange fingernail polish F6. and just paint that. Uh, yeah, it's F6. Okay. Mm-hmm. Paint that button. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Uh, just to show you the respect for life Democrats have. And they are so respectful of life. They mm-hmm. love life. So this is where they're debating the bill in the state of Pennsylvania. What yeah. should we do with uh, the fetal remains of a miscarriage? Because do you just, what do you do? Flush them down the toilet? Is are you that disrespectful? Do you 
bury the remains? Do you uh, burn the remains? What do you do? Um, so there's a bill before the legislature in Pennsylvania about how to deal with that. And then there was a wonderful lawmaker talking about uh, what a miscarriage actually is. It refers specifically to the product of conception after fertilization, which covers an awful lot of territory. I think we all understand the concept of the loss of a fetus, but we're also talking about a woman... We all understand... No, we don't understand the the concept of the loss of a fetus. We understand the concept of a loss of a baby. Wait, it's also the... As she referred to it as the product of conception. Product of conception. Wow. No, it's a baby. And the loss of a fetus. It's just pathetic. All right, she had more. I think we all understand the concept of the loss of a fetus, but we're also talking about a woman who comes into... The a facility and is having cramps and the not to be not to be mm-hmm. yeah concrete what an okay. early miscarriage is just some mess on a on a napkin and I'm not sure people would agree that this wow. is something that we want to take wow. to the point of ritual uh, <laughs> either cremation or internment. Oh, these are hideous people. These are just hideous, evil people. To dismiss life like a mess on a napkin. When so many, in fact, both my oldest daughters have been through miscarriages. Uh, I think that they would uh, take you to task for telling them it was a mess on a napkin. Yeah. Uh, that is despicable. Yeah, absolutely despicable, mm-hmm. and that's but that's where the Democrats are, isn't it? They're in despicable land. That's where they live, uh, and we hear it from them every single day. It gets worse every day. The respect for life goes more and more right right down the toilet. They they couldn't care less about life. Than they do right now. It's an inconvenience. And it's a mess on a napkin to them. God, that's just unbelievable. Wow. And she's not sure some people would agree that it's something that they want to take to the point of ritual. Wow. (laughs) As in, no respect for life whatsoever. No respect for life, no respect for our traditions, no, no respect for religion. Uh, no respect for really anything that makes us a civilization. It's, it's really uh, pretty amazing. I guess we should be used to it by now because we're seeing this all the time, but really it just is getting worse and worse. Meanwhile, in Mexico, they seem to be uh, of a different mindset. Unplanned, the unplanned movie is just packing theaters oh, yeah. in Mexico right now. It's coming out down there just last week. Yeah, there's a. Do we do we have the uh, look at that? Look at the the uh, some of the photos of the packed house for unplanned the movie in Mexico. Yeah, theater after theater for the premiere. Look at that! Wow, there's huge crowds. That is great to see. I'm guessing they don't agree with it's a mess on a napkin, right? Uh, just a wild guess there, but. Wow. So there's 
There are some people who uh, respect life, apparently. It's great. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And just to show you that there is some humanity left in this country, I I just I love this video of this little boy. He's a first grader at Charles Elementary School in Richmond, Indiana, thanking his football coach for everything he's done for him all season. Take a oh. look at this. What's in here? <laughs> Avengers two. A good coach can change the game. A great coach can change the life. Oh, Look at the other side. Oh, great. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Hold on. He's got a little note he wrote. Though. He wants to read it. Dear Coach Richard, you have been the greatest coach of my life. I love you, Richard. I want you to show me your game. You help me love football again. Thank you for being my favorite coach, Coach Richard. Oh, that's so sweet. Uh, uh, I wasn't up here because I'm a big cry baby. So. I mean, that, that's pretty touching. That kind of emotion from a little guy like that yeah. for his football coach, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That's really cool. 888 uh, and it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, all right, so criminals are apparently... Attacking our uh, border wall now, the new border wall that's been built. And I guess there has been some new border wall. Now, I don't know if this is replacement wall or if this is actually in places where it didn't exist before. But smugglers and gangs have been using cordless reciprocating saws to cut through the new sections of the border wall. And the Democrats are so happy about it. They love it. Mm -hmm. They're so glad that, uh, that they're able to slice through segments of the wall mind-blowing that they it, would love this yeah well i mean that way they can smuggle in their drugs and their guns to the people here in the u.s illegally so that's great i mean you wouldn't want those drugs not to get through look at this would you yeah uh, and, and they just think that's the greatest thing <laughs> they, they think it. it's so funny huh oh, look, uh, at this. look at that he built a wall uh-huh. <laughs> they cut through it <laughs> so much for security, suckers. <laughs> so they're admitting now he's building the wall. Effectively, yeah. But they're admitting that people are so committed to to entering the country illegally <laughs> for criminal purposes. But I thought there was no crisis. That they're also cutting through that wall. Yeah, there's no crisis. <laughs> there's no crisis. Instead, it's like, ah, see, we told you they'd find a way. <laughs> We told you that the you can't stop them no matter what. But wait, the, what do you mean they can find a way? The, so no, I guess no we one's should, coming here, and we should stop trying if if it, they've showed us that kind of commitment. It's unreal that they're just laughing at the lack of security for their country. It's un-American. Yeah, the uh, right scoop points out the dedication to lawlessness at the border is so strong. You knew a wall wouldn't help, and you're saying that that's not a crisis. Also, yeah, these are the same people who want to ban guns and scoff if you say criminals will buy them anyway. Great point. Oh, what do you mean? They won't. What do you mean? That's just for people who are abiding by the law. Wow. So some, some tweets that were that we're coming in about this. Oh, if you needed any more proof that walls don't stop border crossing, smugglers are using commercial power tools to easily cut through Trump's big, beautiful wall. 
That's amazing. But it's funny. It's ah, that's joke. funny, isn't it? It's good stuff. The Sly Soul tweeted, I joked about them just using shovels to dig under the wall, but saws are way more hilarious. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, drugs when they, and guns and illegal people coming in here. And it's going to be so great background. when those drugs are killing mm-hmm. more Americans, isn't it? I'm, I'm particularly... <laughs> you laugh then? Well, I'm looking forward to like uh, the trifecta of humor, which is when you get uh, 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 an MS-13 gang member right. carrying an illegal firearm okay. and uh, trafficking drugs into the nation. <laughs> that's like the trifecta of fun, oh, hilarity, if you will. Will we laugh when that happens? Oh, <laughs> you bet. Wow. <laughs> Comedy show on the border. <laughs> it's just madness. I mean, we are just suicidal as a nation. We are. Suicidal in yeah, so many ways. We, we can't even agree mm-hmm. that we should secure the greatest country to ever exist. I mean, ugh. It's... Well, why should we pay attention to anybody that's coming across the border illegally? I'm sure they all... Just have the best of intentions for us. Yeah, yeah. And being, Don't you think? Being a human should not be illegal, Pat. Okay? Thank you. It's just, I mean, you're a human. <laughs> Thank you. You can't, you can't outlaw that. No, you cannot. Uh, well, unless you're a Democrat who is uh, supporting all forms of abortion at any stage of the pregnancy. But I digress. Mm-hmm. Um, outlawing being a human. So, yeah, so the border is uh, out of control. The only humans that should be illegal are white people. Okay, well, I wasn't going to say that. We didn't have a lot of time left in the program. I didn't want to get into the minutia of being white. It had to be said. It has to be said. Because those are the people that are killing minorities uh, with the global warming stuff. As you know, major corporations sending global warming to to minorities to try to kill them. AOC told us about that last week. She told us about that last week. Remember, only drive your cars when the wind is blowing toward the ghetto. Well, who doesn't know that? Wow. What a ridiculous thing to say out loud that was when we all know it.